He's been seen on CNBC, the Fox News Channel, and the Fox Business Channel. His articles can be found on MarketWatch, Seeking Alpha, TheStreet.com, and many other places. He's the author of the weekly Best Stocks Now newsletter and the inventor of the Best Stocks Now app. He's president of Gunderson Capital Management. Here is professional money manager, Bill Gunderson. And welcome to the <clears throat> the Friday, February 9th, live edition of the Best Stocks Now show with professional money manager, Bill Gunderson, president of Gunderson Capital Management. Well, I've never said this before in my 24, 25-year career. The Dow is at 5,000, or the S&P is at 5,007 right now. It's above 5,000. Now, it did, it had a little flash above it, uh, I think, yesterday, but right now it's there. It's uh, it's 5,007. The the S&P is up nine points. The Dow is down 48 right now, uh, and the NASDAQ, which continues to lead the Dow, uh, with its cadre of growth stocks. The NASDAQ is up 77 to 15,870, closing in on its all-time high, which is just above 16,000. Uh, we've got the small caps up 38 basis points. Crude oil on a big bullish call from Goldman Sachs. They think oil is going to go up $10 per barrel over the next several months. And uh, right now crude oil is up 94 cents to $77.16. Yet, the oil stocks just don't look that good to me right now. Outside of a few, there's a few, but boy, that's an unpredictable game there. Gold is down 840 to 239. Gold wants a rate cut. That's what will get gold going again. And the 10-year is up one basis point today, but it's clear up to 4.18%, a lot higher than we were at this time last week. So welcome to today's Best Stocks Now show with professional money manager Bill Gunderson, president of Gunderson Capital Management, a nationwide fee-based only money management firm. And I'm here with Barry Kite, our chartered financial analyst. And, uh, you know, first the big news of the day, who's going to win the Super Bowl? <laughs> Everybody's weighing in. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I was thinking that 5,000 mark uh, in terms of it, what we closed, we're, we're 4,997, I think, yesterday. Yep. And then just... Uh, um, you know, well, above it here today, and so that uh, that piece is interesting. Of course, we had uh, we we made it through all the Fed speak. It seems yeah. like <laughs> right, it's but kind, they did drive like interest the, uh, rates up to four point one eight this week, right? I mean, we're they, a lot they, they, higher. Yeah, yeah, they 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 jawboned it certainly the, yeah. much higher than where we were before the meeting. You know, before last week's meeting, uh, you know, going into uh, last Wednesday, but. Uh, I guess kind of like media days, right? Uh, sometimes, you know, you, at least we didn't have anybody say anything uh, that's going to, you know, affect the affect the the game for the weekend. So they no. didn't. Uh, uh, well, nothing the, was said. Uh, nothing was said there. Yeah, the S and P is above five thousand for the first time. It did just barely flash above it, I think, on Thursday, but now it's at five thousand and seven. Uh, if I was giving out an Oscar, the Oscar goes to. Oscar yesterday, one of the best performing stocks in the market, along yeah, with right. Disney. Disney had a good day. I got to give it a uh, an Oscar. And SMCI continues to hit new highs. That's super microcomputer. Uh, run, bull, run. Cybersecurity. 
Yeah, you were talking about the cybersecurity stocks yesterday, and I see where Cloudflare is uh, coming, uh, coming you know, out the gate pretty strong. That's today a good one. All right. I mean, I don't. Uh, you could own. I could own several others. If I were to own one more uh, cybersecurity stock, it would be Cloudflare, which is Net N E T. Yeah, um, we've we're doing. Them, we've owned them in the past, but we of have. Course, you know, we talked a bit about CrowdStrike and Palo Alto Networks uh, Networks yesterday. Yes. Uh, and then, of course, uh, HubSpot yeah. also doing right. a good job. So, anyways, I mean, that has been one of the better areas of the market this week. Cybersecurity, the cybersecurity industry is not going to get any smaller. It's going to be one of the major uh, methods of warfare. You know, all kind, we have all kinds of new ways of warfare these days with drones and uh, hacks and uh, in a lot of different ways uh, to uh, to battle with one another. And uh, I think the cybersecurity stocks are going to continue to be a very important cog in the wheel. The annual CPI revisions, I didn't see anything there to change uh, my mind on anything. Did you, Barry? No, it was. I mean, basically, uh, just con- confirms the fact, yeah. right? That prices, uh, you know, while while more expensive than they were two and a half, three years ago, are you know, at least uh, you know, from a from a number standpoint, uh, you know, those inflation uh, you know effects are, are 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 continuing to diminish, and that's really what the yeah. revision kind it, of you know, and it shows up everywhere. So you know, last. Last night I was I was doing just a little bit of traveling and I checked in on Burger King. Okay, uh, we don't have one around us, but I pass one uh, when I'm going north up towards uh, Murals Inlet in the Polly's Island area. And I said I'm going to just stop in see what they're up to. And ten ninety nine for a combo meal. Ten ninety nine for a combo <laughs> meal. But but get this, hey Patrick uh, Doyle is at it. They had a uh, candy glazed bacon, candy bacon Whopper. Now let me tell you, I'm a pretty big critic on burgers. That was a good burger. It was act- It would have been better if it was hot. You know, it's hard to get a hot one, but yeah. uh, it was still good even at lukewarm. It was very good. But ten ninety nine, uh, and I maybe got six French fries, something like that. Maybe seven. Uh, that's about it. Uh, and uh, you know, so <laughs> margins are good. It sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, but here's what I like. You know, they're finally uh, they're adding some pizzazz to a really a dead chain, in my opinion. Uh, and of course, we own QSR stock. We'll 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 disclose that, and we think that Patrick Doyle's going to turn that thing around, along with Tim Hortons, uh, Popeyes, or they may divest some of these. I don't know. And Firehouse Subs. Okay, CPI revisions, no deal there. Here's what the bookies in Vegas are looking for, a low-scoring San Francisco 49ers win because all the money, the heavy money, is on Kansas City Certainly and a the public high-scoring yeah. game, right? Yeah. Because you've got money. two high-powered offenses going at it. They don't see a defensive struggle in the – in the uh, you know rarefied air there in Las Vegas, that ball should be flinging uh, on Sunday. And maybe we'll hear about Coca-Cola's new flavor. Okay, have you heard about this? Coca-Cola <laughs> Spiced. 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 Yeah. Okay, there we go. It's going to offer a unique alchemy of its iconic cola, raspberry, and a spiced flavor. 
Hmm. Well, you know, someone else came up with a spiced drink. It might have been Mountain Dew. I kind of liked it myself. Uh, but you know what? Coke's had a hard time uh, getting people away from uh, classic from Coca-Cola. Classic Coke, yeah, yeah. Don't, you don't new, new Coke. New Coke is not the not no, the way to go. You don't want to venture too far from the original <laughs> recipe. Uh, you know, I have. I remember in San Diego, we had a couple of really good uh, places that we liked to go. One opened up by us uh, in Encinitas. It was called Oscars. They had homemade salad dressing, homemade ribs, rotisserie chicken. It was fantastic, right? It gets bought out by Sizzler. <laughs> Sizzler was a failing <laughs> yeah, chain. Sizzler, right, uh, right. I mean, it was uh, it was going down the tubes. Oscar was never the same. And, uh, you know, when these big guys come in and change the formula or the recipe, we had another one called Chevy's, which was a very good Mexican restaurant. You walked in, and they had a big tortilla maker, like a like a conveyor belt making homemade hot tortillas and great salsas. Taco Bell bought them out. Uh, never the same. Okay, so Coca Cola, uh, you can uh, you can try with your little new spiced flavor, but don't stray too far from the winning formula. Germany's inflation at 2.9% in January, the lowest since June of 2021. That just confirms that inflation around the world has pretty much subsided. Uh, It's not going to be a big factor in the market. Although, I see the the, uh, CEOs of the drug companies being hauled in before uh, the Senate hearing yesterday about rising drug prices the ceos of johnson and johnson merck bristol myers uh all called in before the uh senate committee about rising drug prices and they blame the pharmacy benefit managers okay uh who uh you know are the ones that distribute the drugs and whatnot i didn't see them calling in lily and novo about the uh, price for their wagovi and their uh uh, Zep bound, however, uh, but rising drug prices, and of course, they the government kind of wants to go in there and control, put in rent control and price controls, and uh, of course, the drug companies say, well, you know what? Then we're just not going to innovate anymore. We're not going to take a risk uh, and put our money on the line trying to come up with these new drugs. If we come up with a new drug, and you're going to tell us how much we can charge for it. So there, there is the. Uh, there is the uh, the clash between the titans of the government and the uh, private drug industry. Okay, when we come back, there's a lot of chip news. The semiconductors continue to be a leading sector, and it just like it's, looks like it's going to get better going forward. More on that when we come back. It's the Best Stocks Now show. And welcome back here to the uh, second uh, quarter of today's Best Stocks Now show. Boy, I see uh, AMD surging right now, up 3.1%. Let's just check in on our other favorite chip stock. NVIDIA is hitting a new all-time high today at 711.77. This was a $30 stock back in 2019. 
It's been a big winter. Uh, on double its normal volume, here's why. Okay, We have three big stories here today in the chip sector. Biden set to use $5 billion from the CHIPS Act to establish a major R&D consortium. All right, okay, well, that's the U.S. government getting involved. I kind of lean towards private industry myself, but here comes more money towards the chip stocks. Here's the bigger stories. OpenAI Sam Altman, uh, who, uh, you know, basically is the guy behind chat GPT, and the giant surge in Microsoft, he he eyes raising up to $7 trillion to boost global AI and chip infrastructure. $7 trillion, not billion, trillion. Yeah, that's, like a, well, that's, almost, a, that's almost 20% of our, de- our current deficit. Man, Sam Altman, CEO of artificial intelligence pioneer Open. AI would boost the world's chip-making capacity and its ability to power AI, the Wall Street Journal reported, citing people familiar with the matter. Potential investors include the United Arab Emirates government, as Altman recently met with the country's national security advisor, uh, and uh, other Middle Eastern countries. The talks are in early stages, and the list of likely investors is not known. The fundraising efforts could span years and may not be fruitful. Well, yeah, I mean, investing in anything isn't always fruitful. Uh, you got to invest uh, in the right things. But he says, yeah, the, it's, it's supposed to be an investment, right? <laughs> he wants to build more artificial intelligence infrastructure now. NVIDIA. Well, this would only help NVIDIA. You figure NVIDIA would be right in the thick of all of this, but NVIDIA has plans of their own. They're setting up a new unit to capture $30 billion in the custom chip market. Okay? I mean, you can make a chip for the masses, and then you can make custom chips. They're setting up a new business unit aimed at designing custom chips for cloud computing companies and others including advanced AI processors, Reuters reported, citing people with knowledge of the matter. Uh, I always like when they cite people with knowledge of the matter. They never (laughs) name them, but they have knowledge (laughs) of the matter. NVIDIA aims to support these companies develop custom AI chips that have gone. Now, they've been losing out to Broadcom and Marvell and some others in the custom chip market, Uh, and NVIDIA wants to go after Broadcom and Marvell and design custom chips of their own. Yeah, and they're actually uh, they're they're looking to potentially partner with Ericsson um, in uh, wow. for a, for a mobile uh, for a mobile like a wireless chip um, going forward. So yeah, they've, they've got some they get their sights on some uh, some different um, uh, different verticals within within their uh, within their you know kind of newfound uh, AI chip structure. Well, and, you know, NVIDIA is looking for 239% growth in earnings this year. That's more than triple their earnings. They're going to go from $3.34 in earnings to $11.32 this year. But wait a minute. Next year, they're expecting $19.13 in earnings. And uh, no wonder we wrote an article back in August, I think, of last year saying, is there a better stock in the market than NVIDIA. And we put our money where our mouth is. I mean, NVIDIA is our largest position. Uh, 
their last two quarters, their their their, their earnings were up four hundred and twenty nine percent, and then this quarter that they reported recently, uh, uh, or they reported late last year, up five hundred and ninety three percent. Nvidia will be reporting in twelve days. You know what? I I would be as bold to say that Nvidia has now become the biggest earnings report. Uh, of the quarter you know it used to be apple uh, it used to be tesla those companies have slowed down to single digit growers now i mean nobody can touch nvidia's growth at the current time well and that's the that's kind of the uh, the epicenter right of the of the you know ai story and growth right in terms of you know to, to make any of the uh, or even attempt any of the you know, ai you know Models, right? You've got to have you got to have the chips first. So. Well, and obviously AMD is working uh, around the clock trying to uh, get a competitive chip to Nvidia, and uh, AMD you can't count AMD out. But you know what? Intel is kind of flattened out here. Uh, I, I I believe in these other two a lot more than I do Intel. Gold faces a weekly loss on no clear. Why does gold want a rate cut? I'll tell you why gold wants a rate cut. Because a rate cut would hurt the U.S. dollar. I mean, the market, with as much debt as the U.S. has, they believe that the Fed should remain very hawkish uh, to, to keep a strong currency. But, you know, a rate cut would just say, you know what, uh, we don't really care about the debt we've got, blah, blah, blah. It would, they would, the gold market would deem that as a bit reckless. Yeah, That's and, how gold works. And gold, you know, gold's a negative yielding asset because you know, number one, it doesn't pay an interest or dividend, and it also usually costs money to store it. And so, whenever you know, as interest rates go up, it, the uh, uh, the cost of holding gold, or at least the opportunity cost of holding gold, uh, goes up as well. So, do you ever uh, see a, a what gold really needs is a rapidly dropping U.S. dollar? Okay. I mean that's what it needs, and then gold is going to roar. Yeah, in all commodities would benefit. Uh, you know, all it's being equal, given the fact that inflation you're, would. You're, you're changing the denomination, right, of the of the uh, of, of what they're valued in. Right? Well, you certainly can't count out that you can't count out that scenario at some point in the future. The problem is, is people that have been betting on that uh, for the last ten, fifteen, twenty years. I mean, just watch all the gold ads on TV and whatnot. I think they're eventually going to be right, but you have to have the timing right, too. You have to start to see that dollar uh, start to turn the corner, and you got to see uh, more reckless spending, bad legislation, whatever the case may be. Crude oil to rise another $10 by May. Well, okay, Goldman. That's J.P. Morgan, actually. Uh, that They even put a, a, a time frame. Usually they don't do that. Even if OPEC eases cuts, is what they said, and they're basically blaming the broadening conflict in the Middle East. There's not going to be a ceasefire. Israel is going to complete the job, and the problem is they have big problems with Hezbollah in the north, and more than likely, I think it's almost a sure thing that they'll take on Hezbollah as soon as they're done with Hamas, which is very bearish uh, for uh, for gold, and we kind of uh, dissed Israel yesterday when President Biden said that Israel's response has been over the top. Well, all kinds of cross currents in the world right now. We'll be right back. 
This is Bill Gunderson. Thank you for tuning in to today's Best Stocks Now, Best Inverse Funds Now show. I put several hours of research in during the wee hours of the morning each day to bring you the very best cutting-edge stories that I can. To get two free weeks of my newsletter, go to GundersonCapital.com. To talk to us about our fee-based only money management services, call us at 855-611-BEST. Now, back to the second half of the show. Back here to the uh, second half of today's Best Stocks Now show, where we have a uh, a record-setting day right now with the S and P up ten points, five thousand and seven, and the Nasdaq has just blasted off again. It's up one twenty-one right now to fifteen thousand nine fourteen, closing in on sixteen thousand, and it's all-time high. And the Dow is down forty-seven. On the other hand. Uh, it hit a new high, all-time high yesterday, backing off today. Uh, oil is also having a good day, up to $77 per barrel on a bullish call from Goldman Sachs based on Mideast escalation. Cloudflare issues better than expected profit guidance. You know, Cloudflare is a great stock. Uh, net is the symbol. Uh, Net has been uh, off and on a best stock now in our rating system. We've We've owned owned it it in the past. I know it's a big Motley Fool uh, stock also. You know what? We have a lot in common with the stocks we come up with, Uh, us and the Motley Fool. I remember them back in 2000, the Gardner Brothers. Uh, You know what? That was a strange period of time when a lot of strange people became... Uh, rock stars, right, during the NASDAQ. Uh, <laughs> right. I remember the Red Hat guy. I think Red Hat is now owned by uh, Microsoft. Uh, I remember Henry Blodgett, who got bludgeoned uh, with his calls. Uh, I remember uh, the Gardner brothers wearing their fool caps. Who was it, the Lucent, Lucent Technologies? Who was, I'm trying to remember. Uh, uh, and then, well, and then there were some big debacles, uh, you know, Enron and <laughs> others. WorldCom. WorldCom <laughs> that tanked, and it was a very interesting, a very heady time. I've had people ask me, how would you compare today's market with uh, that uh, 2000 episode that I witnessed, that I survived, that I saw many of the people I worked with cleaned out of the business, never to be found again, uh, you know, it, 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 at, at a money management firm. Uh, and uh, I would just say today, there's a lot more earnings today. I mean, we've learned a lot about how to make money, how to be profitable. <laughs> earnings is the key. I mean, yeah, you look at Nvidia's earnings, you look at Lilly's earnings. Those a lot of those companies didn't have earnings. I'll tell you, the guy who really lucked out uh, was Mark Cuban. He had Broadcast.com, which was taking the radio to the internet. It never amounted to anything, but he sold out, you know, like for a billion dollars. That's right at the right time. And the other ones that made out really big were AOL, uh, America Online, which. Every once in a while, I'll run into someone with an AOL uh, email account. 
they got bought out by Time Warner, one of the worst buys of of all time. They paid way too much. They incurred all kinds of debt to buy out America Online. And they bought America Online probably right at its peak. And then there were some big momentum firms there in San Diego where I was that got taken out. Uh, Nicholas Applegate got taken out by uh, PIMCO right at the top. There were a lot of companies that were bought in the year 2000 right at the top and they ended up you know basically they're not nowhere to be found uh, you know these days so it was a wild uh, case of irrational exuberance is what brocade Greenspan. brocade was one of those companies yeah i had a friend of some of those names that are just i know. had a friend that his company he had a hot he worked for a hot little company that made a uh, fiber optics uh, routing router switch. They were bought out by Brocade. So he was done. He was retired at the age of like 35 or 40, right? I had another friend uh, who worked for Stack Electronics. They got uh, a huge patent award saying that Microsoft violated their patent. So... Man, I'll tell you what, it was a crazy, crazy time. I don't think today compares with it at all, really, uh, because there's a lot more earnings. Now, the valuations on the market overall are too rich right now. They need to come back. We are going to see a big correction at some point in time. Now, that's the question I get asked almost more than any. When's the correction coming? Well, I wish I knew. I just take it a stock at a time. I make a lot of, it's a lot easier to make a lot of smaller decisions. The correction came to Tesla like a month ago. And uh, I got out of Tesla when I started to see Tesla not looking well. Uh, And, uh, you know, so it's kind of a one by one. Now, when a big market correction comes along, it'll be more like a tidal wave. Uh, that will take uh, leave no prisoners, right? It'll take it'll take down uh, just about everything. So we have to always be on our guard, and let's not forget we have that lure in our tackle box called inverse funds, just in case uh, they're needed. All right, as hedges. Okay, you can hedge your portfolio as much as you want uh, to, to, uh, you know, to actually where if the market went down, you'd stay the same. It just depends on how much of it you use. So anyways, uh, we take well, it a day at a time. Yeah. And structure is important. Obviously, um, you know, being unconstrained versus, uh, you know, versus, you know, a mutual fund out there or, you know, uh, or, or something that has a, um, you know, by prospectus, right, has to remain in some certain type of stocks, right, at, you know, at least an 80% clip or what have you. Well, you know, that uh, that fund can only, you know, really it's up to the you know, uh, investor or advisor, right, to sell that fund at that point because yeah. the, the actual fund manager who's in a better spot to uh, likely, you know, make that call, they're unable to because, you know, they have to stay invested. Well, I mean, when the tidal wave comes, I mean, Kathy Woods is standing right on the beach. Uh, the tidal wave is going to sweep her away because she has no way of getting out of the way of because she stays fully invested. So, anyways, you, you always have one eye in the rear view mirror looking for that correction. Uh, sneaking up on you the biggest threat right now would be i would say global events uh, and i would say the the current valuation of the s&p 500 sitting at about 21 to 22 times forward earnings uh, but they're loving it that uh, you know that we're looking now ahead for rate cuts instead of rate hikes 
market loves that scenario. Okay, here's another cyber stock that's a pretty good one. Uh, CYBR, which is Cyber Arc. Okay, that's another thing. You can climb in the Cyber Arc when the flood comes. Uh, <laughs> cyber Arc software. Virtual Arc. Yeah, and it is. Talking. You know, it's interesting. It isn't. This is one of the best. I've owned this stock in the past. But it kind of flattened out there for a while, and now it's booming again. It's an Israeli company. They know a little bit about network security and cyber attacks and etc. cetera. Uh, they just had a blowout quarter here. Uh, their earnings are up 406%. Their sales are up 32 Look at the chart on that, CYBR. Now, I've been tracking it. <clears throat> Let's just look at it in the app. Uh, I've been uh, updating the... The evaluation, it was number ranked number 17 on Wednesday. It was ranked number 20 last Friday. It was ranked number 11 two weeks ago. But having said that, I already own several cybersecurity stocks, and I just didn't have the appetite to add one more. Uh, cyber also met my valuation criteria as of yesterday. It had 87% upside potential. Over the next five years. Now, when I listen to people on CNBC or wherever and they give out a stock tip, I always look at how much upside potential it has. And I can immediately, like I heard some guy the other day uh, recommending a stock on TV, and I looked at it. I think it was VRNT or one of those. Uh, and then another one was eBay. I looked them both up. They have 30% upside potential. I said, you know, nice try, but you've got to have that upside potential. How do you justify the stock going way up over the next three to five years and providing alpha over the market uh, when you've got such stodgy earnings growth? And then the other one he recommended, it had 50% upside potential. And I just kind of go, eh, pass. Uh, but every once in a while, you know, their darts hit the right, uh, hit hit a good one, you know. Uh, but cyber is a good one, CYBR, even though uh, we don't own it. But that's a good sector right now, the cybersecurity sector. Uh, Pepsi, it's hard to get too excited about Pepsi. Uh, the stock is down 3%. Now, here's the problem, okay? It's a 6% grower over the last five years. What do you think it's going to be over the next five years? Probably a 3% grower. <laughs> <laughs> their 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 sales came in down one percent year over year. They kind of had a boom during uh, COVID for whatever reason. I guess everybody's sitting home at home, uh, guzzling Pepsi's Diet Pepsi to get through the day. Their earnings are up seven percent. A lousy quarter. A good product. A lousy stock. It's had its day, uh, and uh, that was a long time ago. Uh, it's down three point two percent today. But hang on, because Coca-Cola announces next week. I would expect about the same from them. We'll be right back. Welcome back here to the final segment of today's Best Stocks Now show. Boy, today is all about semiconductors and Bitcoin. Bitcoin having a huge day. 
And, of course, all your Bitcoin ETFs and Bitcoin <laughs> miners and uh, all the rest having a big day along with uh, Bitcoin, which, let's see, what is Bitcoin hitting today? I want to say 47,000, almost. Four, yep, that, wow, I just said 47,216. It's up uh, $1,900 uh, today is Bitcoin. All right, now just a few other. Uh, I would uh, Pepsi here. I want to go back to Pepsi just for a minute. Even though Pepsi's uh, earnings were totally flat, I mean, it's like leaving a Pepsi out for two days. Totally flat. <laughs> totally. <laughs> earnings totally flat. They're raising their dividend by seven percent. Now, okay, there is a strategy that is a very popular strategy, and I've done the math on it many times. It's dividend achievers, you could say, uh, rising dividend achievers. I saw a list yesterday put out by somebody of companies that have raised their dividend every year for the last 20 years. Well, I think Pepsi is a very good example of a company why are they raising their dividend? Because the stock's going nowhere. They have their growth is horrible. Yeah, they were. They, they don't have other places. They don't have other you know ROI positive uh, places to put the money. Right. I mean, no. either you got You either you know when you have that money, you either put it in the bank, you give it back to shareholders, or you invest it into um, you know re, re, you know re, hopefully return achieving right projects and. As companies, you know, have less and less, uh, you know, growth potential or less and less growth uh, opportunities in terms of where to put the dollars, well, naturally, what, what do they do? Right, they buy back stock or um, or give the money back to shareholders in the in the form of dividends, or they go buy growth by another company. Right. <laughs> yes, and I would just say that uh, you know, I mean, over the years, uh, I track these dividend achievers. Okay. Uh, and they're not very okay. Let's just, here's a good example, right? So here's one ProShares. Uh, it's N O B L. So it's called the Dividend Aristocrat ETF. Yep. Yep. Okay. It's down. Uh, it's up one percent so far this year. It was up five point six percent last year, when the S and P was up twenty four percent. But it was only down 8.3% in 2022, okay. Uh, so, I mean, over time, it hasn't done that very – it's ranked number 1,173 uh, in my app. Now, let's just take a look in the beststocksnowapp.com at its longer-term track record because I don't think it's very good. And, you know, people are under the impression – and, you know, I, look, Seeking Alpha is notorious for people seeking uh, dividend stocks, dividend-paying stocks. Are they the best stocks uh, in the market? Well, I mean, my experience and my uh, math and my observations uh, over the years uh, have not been very good for dividend achievers. So I'm going to look at the performance of this ETF versus the rest of the market. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, 10, 11, well, the market's averaged about 18, 19, because you're give, what you're giving up is the, <clears throat> is the capital appreciation side of the equation. Over the last 12 months, Noble, N-O-B-L, 
is up 1.4%, while the market's up 21.4%. Well, you could say Noble doesn't own the Fabulous 7. They don't own, they don't pay dividends. Well, that's absolutely right. When these dividend achiever funds do better is when the market is going down. Okay, they're more defensive. They're not going to go down as much as the Fabulous 7. But I, I don't find that to be a winning strategy. Uh, I have not found it to be a winning strategy uh, to buy uh, the best, these so-called dividend aristocrats. And there's also there's ETFs called the rising dividend stock. Companies continue to raise their dividend. Well, here's an example of a company that continues to raise their dividend, you know, Pepsi. And yet, you know, the stock, when you look at the total return, total return is capital appreciation plus the dividend. It's just not very good. It's very mediocre. Take two falls seven percent on holiday booking. This is take two, the one that's being bought out by. Yeah, take two interactive. That's the one. Uh, that's the. Uh, I think they're the Microsoft ones that make. No, that was them. the. I think that was a different one. Oh yeah, uh, yeah this right. one. Um, the, 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 they're the makers of uh, Golly. My my kids would be. Uh, well, disappointed that? that I can't come up no, with it. Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, it's Fortnite. the makers of Fortnite, and I believe. Uh, uh, I think Disney was, you know, announced yesterday or day before that they're partnering with uh, Take Two. I think they're going to invest. I don't know a pretty significant amount Zynga, into into them. Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Well, they had a terrible quarter, uh, down nine percent uh, here today. And then the other terrible quarter. I'm kind of surprised, but I've never really figured out pins. Uh, it, Pinterest. It's down uh, 11.3% today. Uh, it's a social media stock. Came public in 2019. At, you know, it was $36 in 2019. And where is it today? $36. Because they've had very choppy, very choppy uh, earnings uh, and, uh, and, 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 and revenue growth. And they gave light guidance going forward. The last one I'll mention is one of the biggest winners of all time for us, Dexcom. Uh, you know, Dexcom kind of started slowing down, got a little bit past the prime of their life, but they had one of the most innovative inventions of all time. The stock went from 10 back in 2017. Today it's 121. But it's leveled off, you know. I mean, it's it, it's still a consistent twenty percent grower, uh, but it's also very expensive with the PE ratio of eighty four, uh, and uh, you know it doesn't have that accelerating growth like it did in the early days. All right, I'm working on the newsletter today and tomorrow morning. Uh, it'll go out to tomorrow afternoon. You can take a look at the uh, the five portfolios that uh, I manage and how they've done. Over the last one, three, five years, uh, and how they're doing this year. This year's been a phenomenal year so far, but you take a look at it yourself. You be the judge. Uh, and to set up an appointment with us, man, we've had a lot of uh, new money flowing to us here uh, recently. That's happened over the years at Gunderson Capital. Set up an appointment with us at 855 611 Best. 855 611 Best. Have a great day, everybody, and weekend, and enjoy that Super Bowl.
This show is not a solicitation to buy or sell any securities. Bill Gunderson or clients of Gunderson Capital Management may have long or short positions in stocks mentioned during the show. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. Gunderson Capital Management is a fee-based registered investment advisory firm. All accounts are held at Charles Schwab. Schwab is a member of SIPC and FINRA. 